Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Last Life Podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we use this one life to explore amazing worlds and discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support this show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links, including the email, will also be in the description. So I know I, I do, I am a little tired. I'm just going to preface that as the episode begins because I don't know. I don't know. I think it might be because of my diet alongside my my gym, my routine. So if anyone has been following me on my on my Instagram, uh, you know, I love, I love the gym. And of course, because of the pandemic, because of the lockdown, I wasn't really able to hit the gym for a while. It was... It, I mean, it was, I think it hurt me more psychologically. Obviously, you know, I, I lost a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of muscle, a lot of mass and, and everything like that. And on top of that, you know, when you're just at home, even if you're doing like these home workouts and stuff like that, you're, you still, you're still used to eating what you were eating before. And because of that you start putting on a bit of weight. So once the gym opened up, I knew that I lost a bit of mass and, you know, I, I, I knew I had to kind of lose a bit of weight, but what I did was, you know, I was like, okay, you know what? I need to put on some mass first. I need to put on some muscle first. So I did like a, a bulk-ish where I was just eating very high protein, uh, healthy carbs, high carbs, stuff like that. Just making sure I'm getting all my nutrients, everything like that. So I was doing that for a while. And of course I did that for a while. And, and you know, then I was like, okay, now I need to cut, cut down. So that was like a couple of weeks ago when I started. So initially it was fine, but it's always like after a week or two, you know, when you're kind of like hitting that stride of like keeping that, that calorie count, calorie count, keeping it low, uh, doing a lot of cardio, and then of course just like your regular workout. So I think it's just gonna start to hit me now in my second two and a half weeks out from when I started cutting down. So I think I think that's kind of why I'm just a little tired. I'm, I sound a little tired, so just uh, you know apologies for that ahead of time. And of course, we should start talking about <laughs> about gaming and not about gym. But if you do want to be talk talk about gym and, and anything like that, let me know. I can always like let you know what I'm doing in terms of my routine and everything like that. So I think the I think the first thing I want to talk about is uh, I kind of brought it up last week. I was able to secure an Xbox Series X at that time. I didn't get it. I didn't receive it. But the idea is obviously is going to be the same thing as the Series S, uh, except you know it, it's in 4K. It's, it's got like a better GPU and everything like that, and of course it's got more space, which was the main reason I wanted to get an Xbox Series X. So I've had it. I've had it for a week now, and so far, yeah, I mean it. It, it displays everything in 4K. So after playing all the games that I've been playing regularly on the Series S, after playing those same games on the Series X, it it does. It feels like I just put on glasses. You know, like I don't, I don't need glasses at the moment. I should knock on wood and stuff like that. You know, I, I don't need glasses at the moment, but it just, it felt like I just got like this new, like set of, like I, I was just blind for the, I'm, I'm not going to say no, I wasn't blind. Okay. I feel like I'm making series that sound like it was, it was horrible. It wasn't, it was basically it, it compared to the series X, it just feels a little blurry. And that's kind of like, I think, I think we can leave it there because overall, like in terms of the. Uh, the game itself, the stuff that's within the game, the you know the textures and everything like that. I feel like all of that was is the same overall uh, in terms of the detail and like the stuff in the environment. It's just that everything was a little blurred out and a little stretched out on the Xbox Series S, where the Series X, 
it just feels like on my 4K TV, it just feels like, okay, this is like how I play games on my PS5. This is how, how I, whenever I watch a 4K movie on Netflix or Amazon or whatever, this is kind of how it looks. So that was like the biggest takeaway for me. The space I haven't noticed yet, which is a good thing because I have been downloading a bunch of games, every game that I had on my Series S and like just random games that I wanted to. And I still have a bunch of space. And that's, that's the main reason I wanted to get a Series X because I remember with the Series S, they reached a point where I was like, oh, I want to download Master Chief Collection. And that game itself is like 150 gigabytes or whatever. And I was like, wait a second, I, I'm already out of space because uh, Series S comes with like 370 gigabytes or something like that of space, right? And of course, if you Tetris your way uh, through that space, yeah, sure, you can fit a bunch of games. But like, I don't want to fit a bunch of games that are that meet those requirements. I want to fit a bunch of games that I want to play, you know, so... So because of that, like I like I'm really enjoying the Series X because of that. Of course, I feel like this is just me with new consoles. With the PS5, when I got it, I had a weird issue where um, the game, the console, just shut down when I was playing Miles Morales. Then it happened another time, and then it ha- didn't happen again because I think I I just never played that game until like a new patch came out for that game and I started playing it. No issues. And I can. This is one. I I want to bring up a thing because this is why sometimes you shouldn't trust the internet because. On the internet, a lot of other people were going through the same issue with either Miles Morales or another game. And everyone was like, oh, my, my GPU is broken. Oh, my PS5 is broken. I'm going to switch it in. And people are like, yep, your PS5 is broken. It's done. Send it in. Let's only know you need a new one. Stuff like that, right? And I was like, always thinking, I'm like, no, like that makes no sense. Like if it's happening in every game, yeah, like that's an issue. But if it's happening in one game, that's probably software. That doesn't make sense that why. And so I remember one person was saying that, Oh, maybe it's the ray tracing cores. It's the RT cores in your in the GPU. That's like maybe there's like some issue with that, right? Because it's on like a hardware level. But I'm like, okay, I played other games with ray tracing and there's no issue. That makes no sense. Like, I I get like I I feel the same way because I, whenever I purchase something new, something expensive, I I worry about it. I'm like, okay, I want to make sure that I am using it to its fullest. I'm making sure I'm gonna. I'm testing test uh, the the disk drive. I'm putting in standby mode, which people were like, don't put on standby mode. I'm like, nope, I'm gonna put on standby mode because this is why I bought this console. Like, I want to make sure it works. If it doesn't work, I'll, send a, I'll get a new one, right? I want to make sure every little aspect of the game of the console, sorry, works. And like that's kind of what I was doing with that. And then in the end, like I I still have my PS5. I've played I don't know how many games since then. No issues, you know, knock on wood again. Uh, I mean, the good thing is I do have a, a one-year warranty with the store that I bought it at where they just exchange it, like, no questions asked kind of a thing, which is which I like. Um, but, like, again, like, I've had no issues since then. And, you know, this is, like, coming at a time when people were like, oh, my God, send it in. You have an issue. Uh, get a new PS5. And with the Xbox Series S, when I first got that, I have a video of it. I don't know if I, don't know if I put the video up on my Instagram, but, I, I like, I took a video of it as well just to kind of show it as proof just in case if they... Uh, if they were like, no, there's no issue with this console. Basically, I I turned it on and there was just there was like a noise coming from the fan. It it either felt like something was loose, or there was like a sticker that was loose inside, or the fan was loose. Something was loose, but every time you, you would turn the console on, it would make like a weird clicking noise. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is like weird. So I went in, got a new one. They gave me a new one. Luckily, they had like a bunch more. And then yeah, like I had no issues with that one. And then I got my Series X. So I gave my Series S back. Got the Series X, set it up, no problems, everything like that. A couple of days, like I always put my console on instant on, which is like their version of standby mode, but it's not standby mode technically because it's like a higher level than standby mode. Standby mode is like barely any power consumption and it does need to kind of restart your console in a sense. 
Whereas instant on is like, it is running in like low, low power mode. And when you, when you turn, when you press the on button, it like you're instantly in. And that's kind of what Xbox was trying to do, I guess, which is fine. I would rather have a standby mode than this version. But like, I just leave my stuff in instant on because, you know, sometimes I feel like downloading a game or an update or whatever. I'm like, yeah, just do it in the background, right? And then the other day, like, again, like this is after a few days, like I think four or five days, no issues. Then the other day, um, it was on instant on. I pressed the on button and there was just no signal. Like nothing was coming on the screen. So I was like, okay, like so this sometimes happens with my TV where you just kind of switch um, HDMI, um, not not necessarily HDMI cable, but just signals. You just go to HDMI one and then go back to the HDMI that your console is connected to. And usually it brings it back up. It's like a handshake issue. That's what they call it or whatever. Uh, I don't know, I don't know technicalities of it. You can look it up, but that's what I would do. So I did that. It didn't work. I unplugged the HDMI and then put it back in. That didn't work. I switched it into another HDMI port. Didn't work, right? And again, this is all when it's still on. So I haven't like turned it off yet. Uh, so the only thing I didn't try was, which what I was reading about was turning the TV itself off or like disconnecting the TV and then put it, putting it back in. Uh, but then I just pressed the off button on the on the Xbox itself and like it just fully shut down and I pressed it on and it, it started up, but it started up as if I shut it down, even though I didn't because I put it on instant on or whatever. And yeah, like no issues since then, like I've tested it multiple times since then just to make sure like I was like, okay, if this is an issue, I want to replicate it so I can go and, you know, get a new one if need be. But like, yeah, I wasn't able to replicate it. No issues. I tested it today. Uh, I purposely am not playing it just so I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me leave it on instant on for like a whole day and then turn it on and see if that, if it does it again. Uh, the only different, the only thing I changed was rather than connecting my Xbox into a surge protector that has like 10 different outlets in it, I connected directly into the wall, which I, I feel like I should be doing with stuff like this that draws a lot of power because my, my theory was that it wasn't able to draw enough power when it was turning on because of it being in that storage protector. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, someone who's who's like an electrical engineer or something like that can correct me on that. But like, that's kind of what my theory was. And I just read it online as well that people just recommend uh, plugging it in directly into the into the wall. And But like, yeah, overall, no issues other, like, other than that one time. Uh, the main reason was for me was that because my Xbox One X had a very similar issue, almost exactly. Uh, in fact, in my on my Xbox One X, the issue wasn't this necessarily. It was that um, the the console would not even do the instant on. It would for I would put on instant on, but for whatever, for whatever reason, every time I would turn it on, it would actually just turn on like as if it was shut down. And this was like a issue with the Xbox One X. This issue where like I would turn the Xbox One X, uh, and then the the screen would be black or whatever. That would happen sometimes towards the end of its life cycle, towards like the end of like the three years that I've owned that console at that time. But like I just remember that, and I was like, oh my god, like is this like like I'm, am I doing something wrong in my setup, or is this just something with Xbox that I just did not know about? And that's like one thing I need to give credit to uh, PlayStation with. Like at least in my case, like I've had weird issues with PlayStation, but like never something like this. Like, it's like, okay, like we had a shutdown, we had game crashes, stuff like that. But this sort of stuff with two consoles, right? It's not, it's like PS4, I'm talking about PS4 and PS5, right? Like I've had this issue with the Xbox One X and now I'm, I've had this issue with the Xbox Series X. So I don't know, I, there's no way it can be my setup. I have like a bunch of electronics in my house. So like, like you know, otherwise it, everything will be breaking apart, right? So like, I have no idea what it is, but I'm gonna keep an eye on it. Uh, I have like a 30 year warranty with the with the store and then i have the one-year warranty like i was saying like the the free exchange program thing uh with the thing is also i'm not too concerned in a way because like 
I, you know, I think it's a good idea to get one. I know there's something that a lot of people don't want to get because they're like, oh, it's extra money. It's a waste and stuff like that. It's a scam. But like, I honestly don't see see it being that bad because it's usually not too expensive. And what you can also do is towards the end of the year, you can just go get a new one, right? Like if you, if for whatever reason, like the same way the PS5 had like a mini update, mini refresh of source, you can technically just go and just get a new one with this thing and you'll have a whole new warranty with the manufacturer on that new console because you just got that new version. You know what I'm saying? So like overall, I don't see it as being that bad because after the one year warranty is done, then what, right? Then if there's an issue, what do you do then? <laughs> so like, that's kind of why I was like looking at it. Like, again, that's my opinion about this, but I will kind of keep an eye out and let everyone know. I don't think there'll be an issue, but just in case. So we'll quickly just talk about the Blue Box Studio Saga. They, they, like I fell for this. I fell for this the other day. They did this whole thing that the abandoned real-time app will be going live on, well, today's today's Thursday, so Wednesday? Wednesday, right? No, Tuesday. It was going to go live on Tuesday uh, at like, I think, 3 p.m. Eastern time. I, I had it ready. I was at work and everything like that, but... I had downloaded the app and everything. I had it ready. And I was like, okay, I'll check it like after work. After work, there was nothing there. I was like, what the hell? I went online and saw that they were like, oh, it's been delayed, blah, blah, blah. We're working on it. Yeah, yeah, okay, whatever, right? All that stuff. So obviously, I'm, I'm the reason I'm kind of mocking it a little bit because like it's just making me believe more and more that this is like some sort of like Kojima thing. I know a lot of people are like so fully like, nope, this is not a Kojima thing. But I'm leaning more towards it because first it was supposed to come out a while back and then they delayed it like literally like the day before or on the day. Then it was supposed to come out like on Tuesday and then they're like, oh, by the way, it's delayed. Literally like, uh, like, and that not a day before, not in the morning, like literally as it was supposed to come out. So like for me, it's just like, okay, like, come on. Either like this is true. Either this is all true. This is like their game and this is like a genuine issue that they're having. And at that time, like, I'm sorry, but you've lost all credibility. I'm just, I'm being completely honest as a gamer and I like supporting every developer, but because of the way they strung along everyone when it comes to Metal Gear Solid, when it comes to Silent Hill, they did that. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, like, I get it like they're an indie studio, but like when you look at all the breadcrumbs they were leaving, they kind of strung people along. That's their fault. You should not be doing that. Like the same way you want, like, I, I always like hate this, but it's like, because everyone's like, yo, like, don't say anything bad about the developers. They're working hard, stuff like that. I'm like, I completely agree with that. But the developers also need to respect the consumers who are spending money on these games, right? So I feel like it's very important to make sure that they understand that. Like, you can't be stringing people along with this stuff when you know that, like, everyone's thinking this is a Kojima game, right? You can't be stringing along. And like, even if it, even if this is a marketing thing, Right, even if this is in in the end, like I'm I'm gonna talk about the actually, you know what? I'm gonna first talk about how they should not string people on because I wanna I wanna go to another point. Like yeah, like we were talking about if it isn't if it, it is their own game, like the fact that they kind of went deep with all this, and I get it, they're getting a lot of advertising, a lot of marketing with this because just because of this weird association that they're having, right? But like with the way they're behaving with this whole thing of like, oh, it's an in-game trailer. It's a trailer, but it's not in an app because we want you to see it running on the PS5. It's like, no, just put a YouTube video out at this point. Like I get what you're trying to do. Like, nah, like the, I'm, I'm sorry, but like the fact that you delayed the, tra- the app first and then you delayed it, like, and then you did this. And then now you're telling people like, oh, we're 100% real. Uh, we're a small team. And it's like, no, like, okay, look, you're like, you've got funding from PlayStation. I'm pretty sure because of like the, the logos and everything that, that PlayStation has kind of put behind it, at least from my understanding, I could be wrong. But like, like I still, even if, even if, it, if you're a small team, 
don't string people along. Don't do that. Like if it's an issue, if it's going to be delayed, if there's an issue, then say, you know what? This app thing will work on it, but here you go. We're going to put the trailer on YouTube. Like, here you go. Simple. All the, all, like just build some goodwill with people because all you're doing is losing people's goodwill and like, or, or losing people's like trust in you or an interest in the game. Because at this point, it's kind of like that Batman Gotham Knights game that after a while, they kept teasing the game so much that after a while, you just didn't care. I was just like, all right, cool. New Batman game, all right, whatever. Like, even though I'm like, I love Batman, right? But that's what it happened. And that's what's going to, that's what's slowly happening with this. On the other end, if this is a Kojima thing, if this is a Silent Hill or a Metal Gear or something, right? If this is something like that, doing this again, like this whole thing of like, we're going to have this on this day, have people show up and then delay it. We're going to have it on this day, have people download the app, wait for the thing and then say delayed. We, we're not, we don't have a specific time or whatever, we're just going to go live, but delay it again. That is not okay either. I don't care if you're Hideo Kojima or anyone, like how, no matter how big you are as a, as a director or whatever, and you know, you're like enjoying your time with like, and kind of like messing with people, trolling with people. Um, but like you're wasting people's time, right? Like time is very valuable for, for, you know, people in the, in the gaming industry who are marketing this, this is like probably for them, it's like on the, on the paper, on the spreadsheet, it's like, oh, this is resulting in advertising or marketing that will lead to money. For us consumers, this is not resulting in anything, right? We're just wasting time because we keep falling for this. We keep thinking that you're giving us something. So like, I, I just feel on both ends, this is horrible. This is just not going well. If it's like Kojima thing, like, like why? Like, like I get the first time, the first, like the whole thing that you were doing with this whole blue box thing, pretending it's a studio, whatever, and then, you know, lead to a reveal that, that would have been perfect. But like, the way that it's gone gone about so far, like the whole thing, then it's being like, okay, yeah, you know what, it's delayed. Then it's like, okay, you know what, it's delayed again at the last minute. You know what, we're a small studio, please. Like, it's like, okay, no, what is happening? If that's that's if this is a Kojima thing. If this is not a Kojima thing, on the other end, like why why did you leave those breadcrumbs? Why did you say abandon equals S dash 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 whatever L when you know everyone thought this was Silent Hill? Why would you put a photo of a person with an eye patch when people keep connecting you to Kojima? Like, it's just... Things like that, then they do that. It's like, no, like, you know that this is already a, a thing that's happening. Then like, you have to like, okay, like you want to put a photo of a guy with the eye patch in, a, in, a, in the background. Okay, you know what? The fact that people are thinking that you, your game is like a Melgar game, just put something else. Just put something. I'm sure you have a lot of other assets you can put on there. But like you chose to do that, right? So like either way, it's just, it's just not good. I'm definitely losing interest. I was, I was excited to kind of see what happened because in my brain, I was like, oh, it could be either a really cool game or it could be the Kojima thing. But after that delay, I'm just not, I, I honestly just not, I'm not going to look into it. I'm just, I'll wait until like IGN reports on it or some other podcast something reports on it. And just, I'll just look it up there, I guess, because yep, I'm done. I, I've, I love Kojima stuff. I love horror games, but like, wasting my time is is not you know it just shows me that you don't value my time and then why like why will i why will i be giving you money for for like wasting my time like that okay the next thing i wanted to talk about is why are people so excited for battlefield 2042 now i want to say first of all that i love battlefield 5 i really love battlefield 1 uh, i never played battlefield 4 but i did play battlefield 3 and 2 so and bad company and stuff like that so i really i do like battlefield games but Battlefield 2042 already did something that I'm not okay with. That's something that, that Call of Duty also did a while back, which is releasing a solely online game. And they do kind of do this thing where they're like, oh, there's going to be like a uh, like a campaign kind of a thing here and there or whatever in between the online thing. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, that's not a proper campaign. And I get it. I get it on your end. You're probably seeing that people don't play the campaign fully. Then why don't you, why don't you just 
reduce the price by like $20. Like I'm not even, I'm not even saying like half, like $20, right? On top of that, you're for PS5 and Xbox owners, Xbox Series X owners or Series S owners, you're asking us to pay more money in Canada, $89.99 and in US it's 70 USD. So you're asking us more money for this. And you have microtransactions in it because like, let's be honest, this is electronic arts. And then on top of that, it's only online. Like, so I, I get it like that people are excited because I know that, you know, Call of Duty has been great-ish, good-ish, and like, you know, has been the only player on the field for a while. And just in one fall, uh, quarter fall time, like we're going to be getting like three. We're going to be getting three amazing first-person shooting games. We're going to be getting Call of Duty. We're going to be getting a Halo, inf- a new Halo. And we're going we're gonna to be getting a new uh, Battlefield. So it's like you're competing with these three these other two competitors, Halo Infinite is free to play for multiplayer, which is for which you are charging $70. And then Call of Duty will probably do the same thing that it did all the time, where it would be $70 for the for the new console version or whatever. And it will have a campaign like it did last time, which was not bad, which I actually enjoyed quite a bit. And then it have the multiplayer. So like for me, I'm just kind of confused as to what electronic arts, like what their plan is and what they think their reception is. And I think that's why I'm just so confused because I do see people excited about it. And I'm like, this is, like, I get it. Like everyone has, you know, values their own money in their own way. Everyone, you know, feels differently about like the price of it being $60 or $70. But for me, it's just kind of like, if we start giving them $70 for a game with, with which is riddled in microtransaction, again, $70 for a game like The Last of Us Part Two or the Halo Infinite, um, just a campaign, or, you know, Gears 6, like $70 for that, I understand. Because that's like $70 like for like a worthwhile campaign experience. But $70 for a solely multiplayer game, which is being given for free by so many other competitors, like we have Splitgate coming out, or I think it's already out technically, it's in beta, whatever. Uh, Lemniscate, I think that's another one. Uh, Halo Infinite, right? Uh, obviously, we have games like Warzone and, and Fortnite and, and Apex, like, we have all these games that were coming out for free. And then you're like, no, pay us $70 to experience the multiplayer and then pay us more for just the microtransaction just so you can get some cool skins and whatever. It's like, like what? I just don't agree with that mindset. And I just don't, I just hope that this is not, I mean, I, I feel like I shouldn't say, I can't even say that I don't hope because I, I we're already there. I think we're just reaching at a point where companies will start exploiting uh, customers and consumers just more and more because they realize that people's thresholds for how much they will spend on games is just increasing over time. Just because if you think about it, right? Like we have so many free to play games. The, 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 the thing with free to play games is that like it's free. So you don't feel too bad when you spend a bit of money on the battle pass, when you spend a bit of, spend a bit of money when it comes when you see a skin that you really want, right? The problem is that like, with with games like especially with newer console games especially for the ps5 and the series x and even on the pc in a sense the i these new consoles have this new tech that is being locked out by developers and they're saying that hey you bought this tech this is yours but in order for you to actually see what it can do you need to pay us ten dollars more and that's something that i'm not okay with and i don't get why people are okay with that on the pc that's never an issue on the pc you spend money on your PC on the parts and you can spec up everything when it comes to your games or whatever, like however you want it and make it look as amazing as you want. 
on the PS5, you buy this console that has like, oh, haptic feedback and 3D audio and, you know, 60 frames per second and 4K and ray tracing. And then for Ghost Tsushima, for example, they're like, oh, that's great. That's great you have the PS5, but if you want to actually see those effects, you need to pay us $10 more. And I'm, that's, that, I'm, I just don't agree with that. And I'm worried that people agree with that or I'm worried that people are not taking that seriously. You know, like why are, why are we not standing up against this and saying, no, like, just pay just ask us to pay the regular amount or just don't add any more microtransactions to the game which you know they won't do that's kind of how they make their money right so it's just is it disappointing to me that like this is what's happening with the gaming industry and obviously this will lead to um another point i want to talk about today but like i don't know i like i i want to play battlefield 2042 quite a bit i i'm really excited for it but i just don't know i i'm just worried that if i if i go into this if i if I fall for this trap and buy the game, you know, all this will do is just continue this trend. And then next thing you know, we're paying $100 for a game that has is just riddled with microtransactions. And they're like, by the way, there's no campaign. By the way, there's no capture flag. By the way, there's no whatever. It's just team deathmatch. For team deathmatch, please just pay us $100. It's like, what? How do we get to this point? With that actually, we'll, we'll talk about the other thing that I want to kind of talk about. Like... Like again, this is just my opinion in terms of what I've been noticing with the gaming industry and like where we're headed in a way. Is money ruining our industry? Is money ruining the gaming industry? And what I mean by that is that the gaming industry has been growing exponentially in like the last five, 10 years to the point that, you know, gaming companies are, especially when you see stuff like Fortnite and, and you know, Apex and Genshin Impact, these games are just making so much money. And because so much money is coming into the industry, I'm noticing that the industry itself is changing to from a point where it was more about creating art and creating like cool, amazing, fun stories that have a really cool gameplay loop that will keep you engaged and just kind of getting you getting you a story or like giving you an experience that you can only experience through this kind of medium. But what I'm noticing now is that slowly it's turning into more of what can we do to make more money from the same consumer that bought my game last year. And like that's an unfortunate trend that we're seeing, like we just talked about with Battlefield 2042, right? Like Battlefield 3's campaign was really, really fun. It was really great, actually. And Battlefield 5 and Battlefield 1 as well had really great campaigns, really cool stories. And now they're like, okay, so let's remove that cost from our development costs in a sense. And again, I'm not going to pretend to know. I know the budget, but I'm just saying, we're not going to pay the act, voice actors. We're not going to pay all these people. There's no campaign. Uh, let's just focus on, on development costs on the multiplayer stuff and we'll charge them more. So they're giving us less and they're charging us more so they can like just make more money. And that's kind of what goes back to my previous point of how they might be like, okay, this is a game which has only team deathmatch and it's $100. And it's like, you know, like, like how did we... Like, why are we trending in this direction? And it kind of worries me for games like The Last of Us, like Ghost of Shima, like uh, Uncharted, and Ratchet and Clank, because so far, like when you see games like The Last of Us and all this stuff come out, it's great. I'm worried as as these games keep, keep getting bigger. Um, the good thing, I, I should preface it by saying that Sony does a pretty good job of kind of having their set of games just be those, you know, the reason why you should buy a PlayStation, like they want these to be showcase games. They want these games to kind of wow you and show you what these consoles can do. 
And like, and that way they couldn't do a good job. I'm just worried that over time, as we're seeing with Last of Us doing really great, then Last of Us Part 2 doing even better, you know, Ghost Tsushima selling like crazy, Horizon Zero Dawn doing a great job. Let's see how the sequel does. Same with Spider-Man. I'm worried that we're going to trend like in this direction where we'll be, the games will be selling a lot, but then they'll be like, you know what? We're selling a lot. Why don't we add something on top of this to be able to sell even more? Right, the same way how they just did this thing with Go Tsushima, where they're like, you know what, you're a PS5 owner, you just bought the PS5, even though it was so hard, you bought, you supported our game Go Tsushima last year. You know what? How we're we gonna reward you by paying, by asking you to pay us ten more dollars so that you can get the PS5 version, and it's just kind of like they didn't need to do that. And I talked about this before as well. They don't need to do that, right? But they they just see it as, hey, this game. I don't know how how much it's actually sold or whatever, but let's just assume it's been it sold like ten million, right? So they, they just see it on their on their paper that hey this game has sold to it's been sold to like ten million people. If we tell these ten million people that hey once you get your PS5 or if you have your PS5, if you want to get a PS5 version, you need to pay us ten more dollars. So with those ten million people that you've already kind of extracted the money and given a great game to, you're like you're okay. You know what? We found another way to get them to spend more money. And that's kind of the thing that worries me is that that's the trend we're gonna go on. We're not gonna go. We're not gonna do the God of War thing that we did, where it's like, here, this is a game from start to finish, no DLC, nothing like that. This is it. This is my this is my book, start to finish. We're done. And like, I'm just I'm just worried that it's just going in a direction where it's gonna be we're gonna have God of War two or God of War three, whatever come out. And then they'll be like, oh, by the way, God of War 3 is out. Hey, you know, you can buy this skin on the side that will make your character look like he's from Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, like something like that. At the same time, you know what? Like you can also do on the side, even though it's a single player game, we can have a battle pass type thing where you can have go into this arena system within the game. And with this battle pass thing, you can like work through this arena, get some new skins, get some new gear, stuff like that. I, I'm just worried that we're going in, in that direction because they're just like, because video game development costs, are pretty expensive. And Sean Layden kind of talked about this a little while back that that we're getting to a point where video game costs are, are becoming unsustainable, especially in terms of how much those, like how, how many copies you can sell those games. And he kind of suggested that we should make smaller games. And I completely understand and agree with that. Rather than spending 100, 200 million dollars on a game, spend 50, 40 million dollars and make a game that's shorter, make a game that costs 30, 40 dollars as well for us to purchase, for us consumers to purchase, and I will have no issues with that. I, I don't think anyone would disagree. You, like the amount of times that I'm playing a game that I really, I really enjoy and I like, kind of like a Sasuke Valhalla, even Yakuza. And then, I, then it, like I realize that it's a game that's 30 hours long. And I'm like, why does this need to be 30 hours long? I'm already like 20 hours in. I feel like I've seen everything. I feel like I've done everything. Why do you want me to play for 10, 20, 30 hours more? And I completely understand that, right? So I just want... Like, I don't know. I, I I don't even know who I'm pleading to. I don't even know who I'm trying to tell this to, but I I just wanted to share my viewpoint because it is frustrating when I'm I'm seeing this. I'm seeing that like this is a very lucrative industry, but I and but I'm I'm seeing it being almost like just filled up with so many people with just this business mindset who do not really care about the art, who do not really care about why I fell in love with gaming when I was a little kid. You know, I didn't fall in love with, with gaming because I was like, oh, I need the new skin. I fell in love with gaming because it was fun. It was, the gameplay was awesome. It had amazing stories that like no one at that time could understand. When I would have the, when I would have, have an experience with these games, I would tell someone, they were like, okay, what the hell are you talking about? They would, you know, they would kind of look down on video games at that point. 
But like, like you know, now everyone can see that, and now they're like, all right, now everyone can see this. Let's make money. It's like, what? No, like, why are we? Like, you're already making so much money. Like, it's I would get it if you're not even making money, but you're making so much money. But like, yeah, I think I guess that was my little rant. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining. I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend ahead. Please let me know if you have any. Uh, anything that you want me to discuss, anything like that, email me at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. Uh, of course, let me know your experience with the Xbox Series X or S. Uh, if you're liking it, if you're not liking it, if you have any weird issues like I did when you buy a new console. And also whether or not you will be picking up Battlefield 2042. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone. Bye.